What's up, my girls, my beautiful queens, my ladies, my loves? I'm so excited to be here with you once again today. It's Girl Talk with Jay Marie, y'all, and I am your host, Jay Marie. And yes, it's Girl Talk, but because it's Girl Talk, a wise man is going to want to listen. And I definitely have some treats for you today because I not only have a very wise man, but also a very incredibly talented and powerful man on the show. And I want y'all to start clapping it up right now for my guest co-host, Gene Noble. Thank you for being here. Make some noise and say what's up to my girl. What up, what up, what up? I am Gene Noble. For anybody who doesn't know me, what up, Jay? I'm so excited to be here. Been waiting to do this for a while, so let's go. <laughs> let's go, baby. Let's go, let's go. He is not lying. Like, we have genuinely been working on this. He has been doing so many things around the world, actually. And quarantine even happening. People want him on their show, just like us. So we are working, and we're going to go ahead and get right on into this. So, Gene, just so you know, okay, you know how I am. I, I, I love I love Jesus. So we can't start nothing without going into a little bit of word, because I like to leave my girls with the word for the week. I like to give them some type of encouragement and what they can take to their prayer closet. So this first segment is Listen, called Prayer Life. You got a real prayer life. I know you got a real one, so. <laughs> but we got to do it, okay, because it gets real. It's not. It gets real. So I want y'all to take this to your closet this week. As you know, this month, we are honoring our beautiful black men. And so everything we talk about, every person we bring on the show is the epitome of a black man. This episode, we are still touching on the tender topic of what happened with George Floyd. And the scripture that we have this week, it's going to be something that is going to touch everyone. And just keep this in mind while you're working out there, while you're serving, while you are praying, y'all. This scripture comes from John 13 and 35. Now go ahead and get your Bibles and flip your Bibles. John 13. Okay. Turn with me now to John. <laughs> Touch your neighbor. Elbow your neighbor right now because you ain't supposed to be in church. Anymore. Okay, let me quit playing. For real. Okay, so John 13 and 35 says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back that was eating bubble gum. It says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And I bring this scripture up because right now, y'all, the world is all united. We are all united and we can see that we love one another. And in turn, the people of God, this is how you show people who what your faith is. Not by Bible thumping people and telling them what they're doing wrong. And all. It's about coming through in the clutch, coming through in times where it is hard and difficult and loving on somebody in a time of need. And I have seen it time and time again in California where I am. Gene, what's it look like for you about people showing that they love one another right now? Uh, New York has been incredible. Um, you know, just being out there in Harlem and and just seeing everybody out there, every color, every age group, every faith, every religion, you know, it's incredible to see everybody finally, finally standing together. Like, it just feels so good. You know, it's, it's incredible to see that. And, it, and he's in New York, as you just heard, and, I, and in Harlem, um, the, the chances of all of that, you know, right now, like you got to be feeling blackity, 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 black right now. <laughs> I mean, I would just be proud because 
that's what I've been feeling lately is I've been feeling really, really, really proud. And so, ladies, we really want to get to know a little bit more about our guests before we get into the deeper part of this conversation. And this part, I like to call it uh, Quick Three with Jay Marie. Now, you know, I don't really do too many things quick because I talk a lot, but... <laughs> this is going to be as quick as possible. And we like to ask three questions so that our guests can get to know you. And it could be a little bit more intimate as we listen to your story and as you share with us later on in the show. So we have three questions that we want to ask you. Now, number one, everybody listening now. Don't be getting mad. He didn't know I was going to ask him these questions. I didn't know. Sorry. And also, salute, because see, today I get to sip some wine today. I've done a good job this week in staying calm and I heard nobody. So uh, there you go. Toast to my, my brother. We would be doing this in the studio if we could, but since we can't, yeah. we'll drink from, yeah. from East Coast to the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the question is, who is your favorite person? Oh, who is my favorite person? Yeah. The only person who comes to mind when I say that is my brother. So I'm going to go with my brother. Why is your brother your favorite? What, what's the relationship like between you two? Well, um, we have, we obviously, you know, you grow up with your siblings and you have just a strong bond and everything like that. And my, my father passed when I was young. So he's kind of like my brother, but also I'm kind of like uh, a little bit paternal. And um, we've just always had a strong bond and I kind of helped raise him too. So just my little brother shout out to little bro thank you for holding down our brother gene all this time because he's incredible and i guess it's the vibe you know y'all got a vibe so i appreciate that <laughs> no problem. all right so that was easy okay that was easy so nobody had to feel some type of way because you can't get in front of bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you just ain't okay. uh, now, my next question here what motivates you you to work hard you are very successful, very, very successful in the music industry, in the in the world, by helping people, by serving people. What's the motivation to make you work hard? Um, you know, I'm just constantly motivated to be better than I was yesterday, you know? And I know, um, I mean, obviously, you know, I grew up in church. I grew, that's, you know, where my musical uh, background comes from is church. And so, you know, I do have a strong, you know, faith and a strong belief in God. And um, I just feel like I just want to try to make the world a little bit better. You know, every place I touch, every person I touch, I would like to leave them a little bit better than, um, than they started. And, and I would also like to leave myself a little bit better, you know. Um, so I started a little bit better than I was the day before, you know. Um, I don't really have, like, I don't have, like, some, like, big driving, motivating thing. I just try to be a little bit better than I was yesterday, you know? Let me tell you, if it's nothing bigger and motivating than that, I think, because that's something nobody can take away from you. When people say, like, oh, you know, money, you know, because what if that doesn't happen? <laughs> so you just not going to be motivated? Like, what if you start off broke? Like, you feel me? So And some of the best moments that I've ever had are moments that were free. I wasn't getting paid or making any money, you know, so... Um, it can't just be just the money, you know, especially, you know, how it is uh, with all the work that we are doing right now. And obviously I've met you, you know, us doing charity and, and working with the kids. And so like, those are the moments of joy, you know, those are the moments Ooh. where it's like, you really get fed and that's, that's when you can turn around and, and really go win, you know, just that, those, 
moments. Those inspirational moments make all the work moments easier, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you said that because my last question, which actually I feel like it might be close to the tying in, is what type of legacy do you want to leave behind? If, if you had to leave one thing behind, what would you want your legacy to be? Um, just, just that, um, I, again, that I, that I left people and places better than, you know, I came and found, you know, I would like to, I would like to impart something and then everybody, you know, whether it's just music, a good feel, like if somebody's coming to a show, it could be just a good feel or a message or a thought or just something that, that, you know, positively touches them in a way. Um, and, and I would like to leave the world that way. I would like to leave whatever environment I'm in that way too. I most certainly can say that this is a fact, y'all. As he mentioned, we were able to do charity work together. And Gene is not just a musician. He's not. I, I would be remiss if I just limited him to being a musician or an artist. It's like he's an activist. You know, he's a mentor. He's a motivational speaker. I, I watched this man. <laughs> we were in Jamaica, and um, we are teaching the youth. And he was actually teaching. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you were just like, okay, I've never really done it like this before, but you just kind of dove in there and looked like a professional music teacher like, out of nowhere. But like, the experience was incredible. We all learned. I think y'all made an entire song yeah. out of, like from scratch. And I was in there like floored watching yeah. all of this. Yeah, that was an incredible experience. And just, uh, yeah, I had never done that before. I had never been uh, any kind of teacher or stood up and taught in front of uh, kids in any way. But I think as soon as you step into that environment and you just kind of know instinctively what they probably need to hear, you know, and that's kind of just what I trusted is like, you know, what, what would I want to hear if I was sitting there at that age from somebody up there that looked like me or had the experiences that I had, you know, I just tried to really think about it from if I was sitting in that seat, what would I, what would help me? What would push me to be better and push me to get to the next level? And um, and I think that that was how we connected is because I really felt like even when I came with y'all, like, you know, first of all, you helped me out so much in that process, too. But when, um, when you would come and just talk to them and give them that motivation, you know what I mean? It, it was like, all right, now I can't follow, follow up behind, <laughs> behind that motivation without giving something to them, making sure that they have something, you know, that they take away something. And, um, and you know, it's that feeling, I can't, I can't, that is the, the best feeling in the world. You know, you can't, you can't feel any better than when you see them and you connect with them and, and you know that the, the sparks are going off and that, the, you know what I mean? The lights are going on and that's, it's incredible, you know? Yes, sir. And he's, we're referring to Trademarks Foundation. Shout out to our team. Yeah. We traveled out to Jamaica and teach the youth uh, cosmetology, music, uh, barbering, all these different things, motivational speaking. That yeah. it was just, it was incredible. And the, the year that I met Gene, that's why he's here today because I watched him do exactly what my desire and my heart is for people. So girls, just have hope have faith and believe that there are men out there that want to encourage our youth, that there are men out there that are leading and being an example to the youth. And that is where, Gene, like what we're going to talk about today, it is a little bit more heavier. Normally on this show, I keep it light, I keep it fun, and I'm still doing that because we are going to be a light in a world that has so much darkness. But we got to keep it real right now. Like all jokes aside, everybody is on the same tip. This is the first time I've ever seen the world be aligned. And so I'm very grateful. 
so glad, yo. I, I didn't have another fight alone. I didn't have another one of those in me, I don't think, you know. So I'm very glad that. that yeah. you know, I love what you just said. What he just said, I didn't have another one of those fights in me. It's the realest statement, dude. It was like, yo, we just visited this place. For real. Seriously, yeah. something got to shake. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's that's my feeling. You know that's my feeling. Um, you know, I'm glad that it has shaped. You know, like I, I see people that ain't never been this mad before, this mad now. And uh, we needed that. We needed that. You know, we needed to get that message out there. And I'm grateful for everybody who did something as minimal as post or have a conversation or whatever, because just spreading the word is really what, what is making this movement happen. And, and, and I'm seeing the I'm already seeing the fruits of our labor, you know, it's, it's immediate. It's starting to be immediate, you know, it's yeah. not as big as we want, but it's immediate things that are happening everywhere all over the world that's, that's Absolutely. waking people up, you know? Absolutely. And, and, and I love that you just brought the fact up that it, it was immediate because it may not be like, we, we're not going to see him in behind bars for life right now. But the little seeds that have been planted because people have been relentless. Yeah. Every the, the news headlines today are like, almost two weeks in and protests are not shrinking at all. They're even getting bigger. I'm like, glory, I listen, no justice, no peace. And yep. when people keep asking me like, oh, well, you know, you're praying for people and, and the police officers and stuff, but like you're saying no justice, no peace. Let me explain what that means. No peace would be if my cell phone was ringing nonstop all night long, do you got a peaceful night of sleep? No. So when you guys are calling continuously, blowing up the phones, sending emails continuously, blowing up the email addresses where they're actually closing down the email addresses, that's not peace. So until we get justice, we won't stop doing that. Signing petitions, we won't stop doing that. That's what I mean. Marching in the streets, obviously you're not going to sleep well if you're here just screaming out and chanting all night. So to be clear, that's what we mean. Now, for the people acting a fool, then you ain't gonna get no peace from them either. Hey, but <laughs> bottom line is, when I say no justice, no peace, we need our justice, and then perhaps you'll get a little bit more peace. But we're gonna stay on their necks, okay? And oh, I, know, I know that I got you on. Listen, one can set a thousand to flight, two can set ten thousand, and right. look at the world. Ugh, we're just like ready. I just be hyped. Like, what's up? Like, what's up? And I think it's so clear now. I think it's so clear now that it's it's um it's obviously it started out with one thing, but it's so much bigger than that. And there's so many uh, fires everywhere to put out. You know what I mean? Kind of like we're all like, okay, cool, cool, they're in jail. All right, let's go rep for Brianna. Let's go get her people in jail. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to the next one. Let's make sure Ahmad's people get locked up. Let's make sure you know, Tony McDay gets justice. It's like it's so many things we gotta let's back to back do and i think that what's a perfect storm for for this movement is that everybody is home you got 42 million people unemployed or furloughed and they they out there every day they're like all right i'm gonna see you tomorrow at the protest all right what time y'all coming i'll see you tomorrow y'all need me to bring some water (laughs) and that's where they messed up see that's how you know god was in this i'm sorry and it is not a fun thing but when i tell you that he causes all things to come together for good because if you look at it Three months ago, we were all like, oh, heck no, everything closed down. Had everything not been closed down, I was in Hollywood protesting yesterday. 
there were two big celebrity protests like right after ours completed where everybody was going they would not more than likely i'm not gonna say everybody but the majority of the celebrities we see probably would not have been out there had they been shooting their movies had they been filming their recording their albums had they been out here producing or directing something huge where they're still able to get more money and it's like it was it was it was time, like the alignment of everything. It's like you ain't got nothing else to do but stand yeah. up for justice. All we you can do all is watch George Floyd's video. Everybody can focus on this, and it's gonna take all of us to focus on this. So let's focus on this while we ain't doing nothing else. Let's everybody focus and get this right once and for all, so we don't gotta do this no more. So our kids don't gotta do this no more. Like I think everybody's so tired of it. You know what I mean? Like when I when I listen to my mom and my grandma and them and and they talk about them having to protest it's like I'm, I'm sitting here now like I don't want my kid to have to do that you know what I mean like I don't want my grandkid to have to do that that's what and I'm saying it's right now and and what's what the butt right now can we please can we get it done right now I'm like don't be and people keep trying to bring up other stuff I'm about to jump through this listen I'm gonna jump through a computer or a cell phone talk about it talk well, about it put something up that we ain't talking about right now I'm like, focus, focus. Can we? The interesting thing about it is, if we make revolutionary change in the thing that we are focused on, it will positively affect all the other things. So let's just get this done and let's do the next thing after that. You know what I'm saying? I have to say it. He said it. That's it. <laughs> That's my answer to it. Chill. Yeah. We do one thing and it's a, it's a chain reaction. Just you see, when we finally stood up this time, it's a chain reaction. All these countries are got even on our side. It, Gene driving through the streets, seeing, I seen a white dude today. He had a sign that was this big that said Black Lives Matter, but he was standing up there by himself. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. I said, you know what? Woo-woo. I mean, it my friend, you. my friend texted me uh, that she was headed to a protest in Tokyo. You know, and then and then the next one, the next day was in Osaka in Japan. So, like, I mean, it it is everywhere. People are tired. People are tired, and and we needed that. We needed everybody to be tired because we've been tired too long by ourselves. So we needed everybody to be like, all right, cool. Don't don't worry about this. We got the front line. We got y'all this time. Like, that's, I love that's, it. So, and that's right. So they on the front lines to the point where you really low key just get to kick back and just throw that fist up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, the thing is, it's always been, it's always been with, with uh, organizers of protests. They've always, um, you know, worked together and taught and trained each other that they have to go in front. Unfortunately, that's the way to keep protesters safe still. So, you know, and they know that. So that's, yeah. It shouldn't have to be that way. But I right. want to get that's a whole. Yeah. Like, it really shouldn't. But shout out to Japan though, because I did. I see. I just gotta shout out Japan, because I mean they can dance and everything. They do all. They dress fly. You know. Let me not get into all that. But the bottom line is, I appreciate that y'all standing up. Like I seen Justin Bieber's um article, and he basically was like, "Listen, if it wasn't for the black culture, I wouldn't be dancing like this. I wouldn't be singing like this." He had to get people together, yeah. and I appreciate real recognizing real like that. Is a fact, Jack. Yeah, yeah. So, it was it was good. It was good to see that, you know, and especially with his past and stuff like that. It's a, it's good to see where he's come to. So that's great, really, really great. And I'll I'll take it.
because he got a whole lot of little followers that might not understand. So they learned yeah. today. And that, and that so, was great that he that was great that he, he did that. Yeah, that's why the little kids are out there on the corner now. Okay, I quit. Let me get off that. All right. Um, moving along. All right. I'm a fool. Okay, so real quick, real quick. I got to ask these kind of questions now because yeah. I, I want people to get the essence of a black man. Yeah, okay, yeah. I need sure. to hear and understand my, my black man roar as the kings that you are. So what actually is your your favorite thing about being a black man? Mm, what's my favorite thing about being a black man? Wow. I have so many favorite things. Okay, let's see. More than one even, but yeah. Uh, I, would, oh. I mean, I love, I you know, I love my skin. You know, I love my size. I love my voice. Uh, obviously, my voice is very important to me, and it wouldn't be, I would never have had this voice, obviously, if, if I wasn't in this body, and if I didn't have this life and this struggle and this in my veins, you know. Um, so, I... I love all of that, you know, all that is super important. Um, all of that, for the record. Because your voice is like, and what's crazy about your voice, okay, this is not what's next, but I'm going into this. <laughs> so what's crazy about your voice is your speaking voice is like, yeah, you know, it's all, but the way your octave, like the higher octave levels that you can get into, it's like, where does this come from? How the heck? Can he get up there when he was right down here? Like you was you was putting us to sleep with just with your little sexy tone. And the next thing you know, you got us up here in Mariah Carey land. I'm just like, it's it's incredible. How did you know that you knew how to sing like that? How did you know you knew how to sing like that? Well, I always sung my entire life and my mom sung. Uh and so I was always around music. I I really um I, I didn't look at it as anything necessarily super special because I was always singing. Uh, and my mom was a, a singer and I was in church with a lot of musical people. So it wasn't until I was older and I started realizing that everybody didn't get together and sit around the piano and sing and harmonize that I realized that it's not something that, you know, everybody does. So it was something that's special. So um, I, probably like not until like junior high, high school, I think. Did you get more attention because you knew how to sing? That people are like, people are, oh, no, no, let Jean sing it or stuff like that. Did you get definitely, that? Definitely, definitely. That was my thing. I mean, I, everybody knew I could sing and I wasn't really talkative back then. So I was more like, singing was more of like a thing for me. So the expression, more the way that you like to express yourself. I love that because I would have been the one. No, let him sing it. Let him sing it. That's me. <laughs> People got sick of me. I was singing all the time, always. <laughs> all I always did that too. Like if I knew how to sing, I would. I'd be singing the alphabet, like baby, what? The water? Like you just, just unnecessarily singing. It would if be annoying. If you look at my high school record, I'm sure I probably at least got half of a half of a book of whatever I was written up for was singing or humming or something in class, and just <laughs> making noise with the pens on the. You know what I mean? <laughs> We know what our gifts are because I used to get right, wrote up for what we're doing right now. Talking. Always the same thing. She's disrupting class. That was my thing. I, I when I get done with my work, I would just start talking and stuff. But you know, Look, then other you see what we're doing now? God made sense of it. He was like, Leave her alone. She prepared. She prepared. He placed that seed in us. Yeah, he did. We were practicing. Shoot. <laughs> We were practicing. Okay, so my, my next question is this. What is what would you say your mental state is right now? With everything going on, what is your mental state right now? 
I am so determined, mm. so focused, mm. I'm so charged up, uh, I'm so recharged. Yeah. All the like all of that. Like I mean, I literally wake up like okay, like it's it's like this has become uh, a job for me in addition to my regular work to mm-hmm. to make sure I'm hitting my marks and make sure I'm you know pumping my fist enough. And and I, I love that. I love that this has become that. Wow! 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 It's just funny because my feelings, my feelings exactly. I'm like. It's just like a mission. Like it's a whole different mission right now. It's it's good because it's in addition to now we get to do this. Cause it's it's not gonna be over till it's over. Right. <laughs> we feel like it ain't gonna be over till it's over for sure. I love that determined, just determined, motivated, reach hard. Yeah, take that in, y'all. Take that in because a lot of people, and myself included, because I my emotions was doing this the the first week and a half. Woo, I didn't know who was gonna catch the fade. I, I really had to come down because I was like, whoa, like I'm feeling some type of way. And then it was like, okay, I had a real like deliverance moment, I guess. But it was like I felt better. And like you just said, I became recharged and ready. I was like ready. Like, you know, be ready. Hey, yes. we be ready. That's how you wake up. We ready. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day, I mean, like I feel so blue, black, blackity black. It's just, I'm, I'm loving that. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. It's just, you know, re reconfirmed everywhere I look, from every direction, at all times. It's like, you know, it's it's like I'm loving the the us being intentional about making sure that we show love to black women and black women being intentional about showing love to us. And it's just, it feels like a buildup. I mean, I feel. I feel beautiful every time I can, you know, put that crown on top of your head. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that's that's the time that we are in, and it's like so. You better believe it. And you just, it's. I feel like this is what it was like when the Panthers were thriving. Like this is that feeling where you was just walking around like, yeah, like music playing in the background type stuff. Like that's that's what it feels like right now. Yeah, I mean, this is. You know, when you look back at those images, you know, what struck me this week is the images, um, you know, like the images you posted at the protest and the the videos and stuff, even just the stuff I got in my phone. I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, yo, this is history right now. Right now, we are being those people that we read about. We are those people that we saw, you know, on those counters at those restaurants or in them streets or on those bridges. You know, we are those people and 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 our allies are the same as those allies that were with them at that time, you know? So it's just, it's incredible to, to af- actually be in that moment and be doing exactly what we thought we would do if we were there at that time, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's just amazing, you know? So I feel, ex- I feel like what's amazing about this moment is that I'm determined, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel more strongly than ever now that it is a full-time job of mine to save our lives, you know? And this, y'all, is why he is on Girl Talk with Jay Marie. I am not yet where I know I will be, but these are the type of people, as you see, every week I'm blessed with people. I I put these people in my life way before I knew I was going to need them. This is 
type of person that you guys should be, you ladies, you men should be surrounding yourself around this time. Listen to this man's words. Listen to his dedication and his determination. You guys, it's necessary in this season that you only bring people in your circle. If you enlist, if you're on this page that are going to drive that, that are going to enhance that feeling that you have right now, because it's going to come a day where, of course, they're going to try to get us back into our regular lives until they try it again. So that means we got to stay the course, even like he said, while we're doing our work, yep. stay focused, even if it's making sure to remind people every single day, one post out of your day can be simply, hey, y'all, don't forget, protest or don't forget, post, protest, call, text, forever, forever, right. ever. For sure. I mean, I want to keep this energy always, and I want to make sure that we are reviving this energy anytime we feel it start, starting to simmer down, because it is something that, you know, uh, like they say, freedom ain't free, you know, it's something that can, we can reason easily, easily uh, you know, go back. So I think the thing is to make sure that we have to push it forward. And at the end of the day, if we look at, you know, the, the totality of the 400 years, and then you look at what's the last 50 or 60 years, we are moving very fast at a fast pace. And I know it doesn't feel like we are, it doesn't always like we are, but we are you we are literally doing exactly what we do in, on track and field and we are smoking we are out here running as fast as we can and um, I, I'm, I'm glad that we still now we that baton has passed and now that next leg is kicking even faster come through track, come through track. you know we're we both we're <laughs> track too I think I remember yeah yeah the analogy that we're using right now that baton is in here and we might be the anchor leg right now though because i feel exactly. like the other races have already been ran and this is the anchor to pull it home baby this is the anchor and it's gonna come a time as my mama used to say on that 400 the monkey gonna get on your back but baby you better get them knees up get them get the knees up and 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 what's what's beautiful is instead of you know people quietly cheering in the stands we got so many people running with us you know and Say that again. it became it's a marathon it's, and you it's a marathon you watch the marathons it's buku it's people. A marathon now yeah and, you know, shout out to nick it's crazy how everything is just but you got to talk to people like this to keep giving you that revelation of what's going on. I'm yeah. telling you, it's happening when I get the right person in front of me and I'm speaking to them. It's like, yo, oh, wow. Oh, I just seen that. Like, oh, that makes sense now. It's, it's unveiling things that we needed to know so that we can continue the marathon is what I think it is. And so as we get ready to kind of even close up, okay. I hate closing up, just for the record, but I'm supposed to keep it to a certain amount of minutes. Do this again whenever you want to. You already know. <laughs> And I was just about to say, this is going to be part two, three, four, and five. Okay, don't even play. We might have to, we'll do this often. But my question would be this. What can black women, what can black women, and even I'll say what can women do to love on a black man, to let them know that they're loved, to motivate them, to encourage them, not just in this particular time, but overall, all the time. What can we do? What makes you feel that you're loved by us? Listen, I mean, I, I honestly feel like y'all do a great job. I really feel like y'all do a great job. I really don't have necessarily uh, an improvement on that. I feel like we probably uh, could, could do a little bit better. But I really don't. I mean, I feel I feel entirely loved and supported by the black women in my world and in my circle. Yes. Um, I really, really legitimately do, you know. Uh, 
and let me even generalize that to the women in my world and in my circle, but specifically, you know, um, especially this time, now that's what's been going on, I mean, the check-ins and, and the making sure, you know, we are right and just the, just the extra step to go and, you know, go out of your way to, to show us that even though, you know, one of y'all just went jogging, just went for a jog and got snuffed out. And one of y'all, you know, just got out the car compliant and was killed eight minutes and 40 seconds that we still got you, you know? And that's why we have to be very intentional about making sure that we don't stop until Brianna's people get, you know, we gotta, we gotta give y'all that same energy. I think, I think more than, more than, Y'all are, are, are doing y'all thing. I don't really have an improvement on what y'all are doing. So it was a trick question. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> was it? <laughs> I didn't know that. No, real talk. What he said is absolutely right, ladies. I I'm impressed. I mean, I know we're a bomb, but like I'm impressed too because I see my ladies out there holding it down, and it's interesting because I think they've always done that, oh, and it's boy. like. I love black men. Don't get it confused. I really do. But there's not as many in your position all the time. Like when I say in your position, I mean like the ones who are really out there trying to mentor the young folks. And, and it's like, there's, they're there. They are there. I'm not saying they're not, but I would like to see more. I would like to let, I want them to know that they're worthy of mentoring a young person. Just because you're not rich and famous does not mean you don't have wisdom to bestow to someone else. And so I want them to know that from me as a black woman and as a woman who has had all types of men for that matter. Don't judge me, everybody. <laughs> Come on, say all types. Let them go. <laughs> Don't judge, but I just know that even if you just tell somebody, hey, don't do what I used to do, you know what I mean? It's right. that easy. Like, yeah. we just need our men to be there for our young youth, our youth in this time. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for you guys. Well, we appreciate y'all. And obviously now, more than ever, it takes the whole entire village, you know? And I think that, um, you know, obviously yeah. we met in the capacity of us doing something that uh, we, you know, so I know we believe the same thing respect so let's just let's just keep it up and keep the same energy i mean i the best thing i've been doing really honestly is exchanging information with like-minded people you know what i mean i've had conversations with uh friends i've had maybe 20 years like male friends that i've had 20 years we've had uh like some some really hard black man talks that we never had before just in the past couple weeks you know what i mean i've cried with friends that i never saw cry before you know what i mean and 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 I feel like what the bond that's being built now and the community that's being built now and uh, um, we're all, we all understand something clicked, something changed, whatever it was, you know, whatever that one thing was, maybe it was that prayer he prayed or that exhale, his last exhale when he said, mama, whatever, whatever clicked has changed everything now. It's changed everything. You know, my conversations are different. You know, I, my male friends, I say, I love you, Black man now because hey. I know that the world is some differentness now so I make sure that that's a part of my text conversation whereas I never told my friends that I love them like that you know and now that's that's a part of our dialogue now you know 
it's just it's got to be and I, I i that i appreciate about this moment most you know and 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 thank you so much for saying that and and you guys can even see the last episode it's so funny that you bring that up because eric he um he was a victim of the uh police uh brutality and and he also had a very parallel situation happen to what happened to george floyd and um he actually said the same thing. They had just had, there was like a group of black men where they, he has a nonprofit that he has about mental, like mental health for black men and supporting each other. And he was like, there was 20 of us and we was just, there, we was crying. And he was just like, it was a whole bunch of black, but it was just what you said. And this is two weeks in a row now. And both of you volunteered this information to just let us know. And that to me is like, that's the beginning of also the healing process that our men so needed because they don't get to cry. And I, and I told him this and I'll tell you this, you know, I, I have a lot of empathy for black men, especially black men, not just men, but black men, because there's so many reasons to cry but they don't, you know? And it's like, yes, black women, we are strong too. And we hold stuff down that we would want to get out. But I have a, di you know, I watch some of these shows and I watch like in the hood, you know how some people never get to get out the hood and they get stuck with something 25 years for some bull and they never get to live their lives, but they're in prison. They're in prison. And I was watching this movie on Netflix and the day after the, the day after tomorrow, the night after the, something like that, it's a good movie with the guy from Moonlight in it. But it broke my heart and I cried for like an hour and I was praying for my black men because this is all it takes. He had a job. He was just, you know, working in the warehouse type of stuff. One thing, one thing and everything's over with for you guys. And I'm like, and they don't cry. They don't cry. He went to jail. He didn't cry. There's so many people that are babies that were babies or they're grown men and they'll never be having lives will never be the same and they don't cry. So please continue these tears. Yeah. Let self-heal let yourself heal next level uh you know now and i'm i'm you know never never backward only forward that's right that's right and and, and i'll go in okay shoot okay we're <laughs> i know i know we're gonna do another one <laughs> we, we have to do like another one of course yeah. you guys will be back um because as you can see we this we this is a lot yeah. so I want you to share though, because before all this stuff happened, Gene, you were already working on something um, pertaining to exactly what we're dealing with right now when it comes to black lives being taken too soon. Uh, people of color in general, um, just losing their lives at the hand of police officers. Can you please share just a little bit about what you were working on and how it tied into this and now where the song is? Yeah, sure. Um, actually, the song is called Too Many Lost. And when I wrote it, it was really about um, Stefan Clark and, and just actually the, I didn't intend to write this kind of a song. I just went to the studio and the producer, uh, Gordon Campbell, uh, was sitting there and we just immediately, him, me and my manager, we sat there and we just started talking about Stefan Clark was, was the killing at that time. And I mean, an hour later, um, when we finally put the beat on, the only thing that came to me was these words, you know? And the, like the first verse is, uh, you want war and I want peace, but I'll fight here in these streets if it means one less mother's gonna cry tonight, you know? Um, I got hope, but you got guns and they're pointed at my sons. So I gotta speak real quick or I won't survive, you know? And, and I didn't, that's what I literally just started saying, you know? And so um, it's crazy that the song came out in May and since the song came out, We've had Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, the incident that happened in Central Park with Amy Cooper, 
George Floyd, Sean Reed, Tony McDade, and, and that's just May. It's only been out a month, you know? So, um, and I had no clue that that was going to happen, you know? I was uh, releasing it, and we were we were really talking about, like, all the things that were going on with COVID and how it was so um, disproportionately affecting our communities, and you know, and that when they were trying to open things up at first, it was just, it seemed a little crazy to me because I just knew that if it was disproportionately affecting other communities, 70, 30 uh, death rate, you know, I don't think that we would be having a conversation about opening or there would be some, you know know what I'm saying? And so it really, um, it really hit me. And then, and then as these things kept happening, it was like more people started reaching back to these lyrics and so now it's kind of starting to build. Um, you know, I was actually running last night. And uh, so this is the other thing that makes this one so personal for me is that I am an avid runner. I know you know, Jay. I, I run every morning, you know, four miles a day. And so I, I'm, I love to run. And, and so when Ahmaud Aubrey happened, I, I thought to myself, you know, I put my sneakers on and I leave my hotel room and I go running everywhere in the world. And the place that I'm the most scared to run is at home, you know. And that was the the unfortunate places in America. Yeah. So in America. Exactly. So so I mean so I I was um actually last night I went for a run. It was raining out, and it was actually uh, was that two nights two nights ago I went for a run, and uh, it was raining and it was the first time I heard KJLH play too many lost and and I have the KJLH app, um so. I was listening to it on the radio for the first time and I was like, wow. And it just, it was a real moment because I was able to really get that feeling out there and that energy out there. And I I had no clue that this movement was going to come so soon. I mean, I knew that this eventually would happen. I knew eventually it would come to a head and that's really what the song is about. Um, And, and, but I didn't know that it would happen so soon. Um, So it's, it's been incredible to kind of have, created what is becoming an anthem for the movement in a time before, just before it started, not knowing that this would happen, but just so pissed about what had already taken place. It already took place. Uh, It already took place. And that's why today's episode was called Enough is Enough and Too Many Laws, y'all. Gene has this song called Too Many Laws where he partnered up with this incredible producer. And when I tell you guys that, unfortunately, it's heart-wrenching. It's going to make you cry. But it's also going to drive you to get to work. It's going to drive you to stay focused. So, of course, download it and all these things. But don't just download it and listen to it in the car for fun. Listen to the lyrics. So that you can get a, a, an understanding of what we cannot, why we can't stop. This yep, is why yep. we can't take our foot off the gas because these are the things he was talking. This was a prophetic song. Unfortunately, it was kind of like bringing in the past, but also knowing that we were going to need a new anthem, unfortunately, to yep, make yep. sure that we understand hell no. It's too many lost at this point. And somebody got to do something. So enough is enough, y'all. And I need you guys to please make sure you follow this man. Follow him. Like, it's about leading, following people that are leading us in the right direction. Somebody, every I was one of those people. Where are our spiritual leaders? Where the pastors? Like, I'm looking for all these people to come out and save us today in this situation. God obviously said, no, that's you. That's you. And that's her, and that's him. Yep. I'm thinking we're supposed to wait on one of these mega pastors. Yep. 
Why are y'all these people? You can kill a movement if you take out one person, if there's a person that's leading it. But if everybody's leading it, if all of us are leading it with our 10,000 followers each, if all of us are leading it, you can't take us all out. You know what I mean? You, If you, if you put a leader up in the front and you take that leader out, well, the movement is gone. But if we take it on upon ourselves to each be that leader and lead whatever tribe we have, we good. We good. If we always got us, we good. No. I was going to ask you, do you want to <laughs> sing or leave us a word of encouragement? I'm like, what that, I feel like this entire episode is a word of encouragement. No matter how much I play around, you still keep reeling it in to something really, 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 really impactful and positive. So by all means, whatever you feel led to say to close us out, I'll finish it up after you finish. But like, I, I just, we just need your encouragement of your words right now, Gene. We need them. We need them. So I'll just I'll sing a little bit of uh, Too Many Lost, maybe just sing it a cappella. Um, um, I don't have another cheat, yeah, yeah. And I don't have a prayer to speak, yeah, yeah. But I got a promise to keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to call this place my home, yeah, yeah. But I just don't feel safe alone, yeah, yeah. Imagine how that takes Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we can know just us when we take too much. You keep pushing till I'm backed up against the wall. And it's no mistake. Every life you take, the same end you want for me is going to be far. How long can we take till we rise up and say too many lost? Yeah. Show respect for my life and we all will survive. Yeah. Too many lost. Mm. I love this man, y'all. This is why I love this man. He's been out there protesting all week and still came on the show and killed it. I love <laughs> you, bro. Like, you, you that was are. My protest throat. I was sitting there holding him. Protest <laughs> throat. You better. Okay. Y'all not hype somebody up. But I'm telling you, this man, he's a gift from God. And thank you so much for coming on, Girl Talk with Jay Marie. Before I am whoever I'm about to be, you always been a real one. And I just want them to please, please, please check him out, follow him, keep up with him. He is all over the place, literally all over the place in a good way. And it's a blessing. And the world is going to be different because of you, bro. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. And to my girls, thank y'all for watching again. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Girl Talk with Jay Marie. I'm your host, Jay Marie. This is my guest, Gene Noble. You guys, please, please, please continue to be great, y'all. You're still alive. You are still here. And because you're still here, you have a chance to create your own happy ending. Get to work. More than anything, there's purpose all around right now. There's so many things you can do to be relevant. There is a lane for you to get in. The revolution is being televised. What channel you on? What channel you on, fam? Make sure y'all tune in for our next episode of Girl Talk with Jay Marie. It's been an incredible day, an incredible episode, as usual, y'all. It's your girl. We out. We thank you for watching, but we are out. All of you.